great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I hope all the mothers within the sound of my voice had a lovely and wonderful Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. We hope that that you enjoyed it and made the uh, best of it. On today's program, show me the money. Show me the money. It can be for a very positive reason. The fundraiser for Daniel Penny, the Marine in the subway choking case, has pulled in, and rightfully so, almost $2 million. Almost $2 million. But show me the money can also be for a very negative reason. Outrage, and rightfully so, grows over veterans evicted from New York hotels to house migrants. A wedding party kicked out to house migrants. What in the world is going on? I couldn't live with myself if I owned one of these hotels, the ones in question in Orange County. And hotels are going for the quick dollar, the quick dollar that's going to pull in the most money, which happens to be the migrants. But at some point, don't you have any Pride and any pride in your country, any pride in standing up for our veterans. Show me the money. You just heard me chat with Curtis Lewa. Curtis really touched my heart in a strong emotional way today, in which sometimes another person can summarize your own life experiences better than you can. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, I will play a segment Curtis Leewood did discussing my life and the issue of my mother's mental illness. Discussing it from the perspective of Mother's Day. And as I just said with Curtis, Mother's Day and, as a matter of fact, Father's Day has always been unconventional for me. We'll get to that. And um, Curtis Lewa playing the song I'll Always uh, Love My Mama in the background by the intruders really, really touched my heart. But show me the money. Show me the money. Have have some of our leaders lost their damn minds, political leaders, literally jumping over each other to give migrants the, the latest sweet deal at the expense of all of us? Veterans, veterans in Orange County, they've been relocated but evicted from New York hotels to house migrants. We'll deal with the... Daniel Penny situation in a minute, the Marine and the $2 million that has come in. And that's a wonderful thing for his defense. We'll get to that in just a minute, but about 20 homeless veterans were evicted from orange County hotels to make way for a group of migrants. You heard what I said, us veterans evicted thrown out, 
for migrants because it's a bigger paycheck to the hotel. Rockland County Congressman Mike Lawler says it's absolutely outrageous that homeless veterans would be displaced to alleviate New York City's migrant crisis. That Mayor Eric Adams would choose to endanger the welfare of our veterans speaks volumes to what a debacle this has become. A hotel set to hold a wedding in Orange County. In Orange County, Florida couple, they just lost their reservations, just like that. Abruptly canceled for migrants so that the hotel can get more money. The couple stating they feel discarded, disappointed, and angry that they were tossed aside. 30 rooms booked at the Crossroads Hotel in Newburgh, about 20 minutes from their venue. They had signed a contract. They had a legal contract for these rooms. And then everything was upended when they had to call the hotels, the hotel and learn that their reservation had been tossed aside. On hold for 45 minutes. And ultimately told, there's nothing we can do for you. Bye-bye. And we're hung up on. Kicked out for, for migrants. Kicked out for migrants. Something is is wrong with the world. We're going to get to uh, Daniel Penny in just a second. But I want to start. I want to start with with some telephone calls. Now, I see David in the Bronx is standing by, and David says, as he posted online, these vets were not evicted, Dom. That's not the point. The point is they were displaced and had to. What is the difference? Why would we have a play on words when veterans are being disrespected for people that are not even citizens? Are you joking, David, on this Monday morning? I'm going to take your call in a minute, but I'm going to open the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We're going to take a couple of calls, and I'm going to update you on the fundraiser, the Give, Send, Go campaign for Daniel Penny the U.S. Marine that should not have been charged, has been charged. He stood up to protect others. He did, unfortunately, what was necessary, and it ended up in a very unfortunate situation. But Americans are speaking. Politicians are speaking. New York Governor David Patterson says that he should not have been charged. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says that send a message to this Marine, we've got your back as he tweeted the Give, Send, Go campaign, the fundraiser. It's hit almost $2, two million. Let's begin with the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to, uh, let's go to uh, John in Las Vegas. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. I love your program. I rarely agree with you. But I want to say one thing. I'm actually a veteran. I'm a Navy veteran with okay. an honorable discharge. I've been an advocate for homeless veterans for years. I'm pretty tired of Republicans who are not veterans making a big issue out of this because they don't want um, uh, immigrants coming into the country. They don't really care about veterans up until something like this happens, and they're all up in uproar about it. I'm saying they should have already been caring about it. Okay, those so John, should so not John, be housed John, in those John, kind of hotels. John, John, they be put John, up John, take a breath. It's Monday morning. Take a breath. Calm down. Can you well, please, John, John, put him, uh, him down, please. John, do me a favor. Can you respond solely, solely? to these veterans being displaced in Orange County, New York. Don't make this about anything else right now. Can you respond to that one issue? And if you can't, I will move on. Go ahead, John. Yes, I think they should be have been moved into apartments. We don't really know where they were okay, put. Okay, but John, apartments, apartments. So wait, John, if apartments are not an option right now, and if the only option happened to be these hotels, is it okay to displace them for migrants? No, and it's not smart to do it because they only give Republicans another uh, uh, bit of ammunition to use against uh, immigrants coming into the country. 
Fair enough, it's John. Not smart. Thank you, John. I appreciate your call from uh, Vegas this morning. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. So you, you posted on my Twitter they were not evicted, and you're making the same argument now. Would you be saying this if you were one of those veterans that were displaced? Let me. Well, first of all, we have to uh, be clear about what we're talking about. I read the same article that you posted in the New York Post, from the New York Post, and what they basically hinted at, although they didn't mention it, is that these hotels moved these veterans out because they were approaching the limit that hotels let people stay. Because if you keep someone longer than 28 days, they become a tenant, and then you can't evict them if they don't pay. Okay, so That's David, wait, 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 da- David. Let me okay. a- let me ask you a question. Let me let me just put this to you, okay? So now, if they didn't, if these hotels didn't have the option of the much more migrant money coming in, do you really think they would have acted, or do you think they would have been silent and continued to collect the money that they were being paid on behalf of veterans? They probably would have been relocated to another hotel, just like what happened. But, and listen, I agree with you about veterans. They shouldn't be displaced at all. But this happens all the time. Listen, before I ended up in a homeless shelter, I used my own money to stay in hotels because I was trying to find a place to live after being kicked out of my apartment. Right, and but but we're not. But David, was, but right now we're not no, talking about you. We're talking no, about veterans. I wasn't allowed. But I wasn't allowed to stay at any hotel for longer than twenty-eight days because once you become a tenant. Then you have all these protections, and hotels don't want to deal with that. That's what happened with these veterans. They were sent to other hotels. I mean, you're not guaranteed any housing when, you sh- when you're homeless, okay? Luckily, they have whoever paid for their hotel is paying for their hotel somewhere else. And you, your problem should be with the hotels. They're doing this partially because of money. It's always about money. And the city should be paying the lower rate. They, they probably are paying the highest rate possible because these contracts are handed out with no bidding at all we don't know what the what these shelters are getting we don't know what these nonprofits are getting from the city to house these people and that's wrong i i've emailed you about that the the place that ran the shelter i was in is now running some hotel in brooklyn for for migrants how how much are they getting paid and how did that contract get awarded People should be in up in arms about this. Okay, well, it smells well, of corruption. David, I I appreciate your call. Thank you. I'm more up in arms with a, a, a U.S. veteran should not be displaced for one single day for a migrant. I'm reading stories about how they were flying migrants over the weekend from one town to Dallas, giving them unlimited cell phones with unlimited uh, internet and texting and so on. Last time I checked, folks, you and I, we got to pay our own cell phone bills. And you're flying them to to Dallas. What is this great love affair with migrants? You're not going to be able to solve their problems. It Their, their problems are too much. And guess what, Mayor Eric Adams? You went from a guaranteed two terms as mayor. Now you're starting to look like a one-term mayor. One term, buddy. You were measuring the drapes at the White House. You're looking like you're going to be a one-term mayor. Because why? These migrants used you, abused you, and they're spitting you out. Don't blame Governor Abbott. He's not the one using you. It's these migrants that you welcomed with open arms, and now you've opened up a river of migrants where we can't afford to pay for it, and now what? And I haven't even focused on the stories that in Brooklyn there are reports that are going to put the migrants in, in the gym of one public school. Huh? Are you serious? Are, are, you, are you serious? We're going to endanger our school children when you don't know what you're dealing with with these migrants simply to put them up? It's never going to stop. Don't you see it's never going to stop? Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Always a good show. I got to say this. You know, I just turned 69 May 11th. You know what I mean? I've been around. Hey, David, listen, go fund me and everything. You got you to chill. Take a chill pill, man. You really do. And here's the issue. In my years, okay, why should any U.S. veteran be displaced? There will be a total of 15 million by the end of the year, Donald Trump said, of illegals. 
Are you kidding me? And look at Adams, what he's doing. Show me the money. Show me the dead presidents, you know, uh, and the vets in Orange County. It, it, it's totally out of control. And where is, uh, where is the donkey Democrat now? He's out of town. He's six weeks somewhere in the world. And, uh, you know, Democratic donkeys all throughout the country, it's a killing field in cities and everything else. And they should send a few buses, you know, to the VP's house in D.C. Okay, maybe she can make some, you know, milk and cookies or something. They're flown in on the cover of darkness. Fifteen million that we will see and outrageous. Just show me the damn dead presidents, Dominic, just like you said. And I got to finish with this. I, I mentioned to Kent, listening to Curtis, you know, we're the same age. Uh, I had tears in my eyes, Dominic, what you went through, what your eyes saw growing up and, and with your mom. I got to read that book. That's all well, I can say. Thank you, Mike. I'm, I'm going to uh, play Curtis's comments uh, in about 12 minutes. Uh, when we return from the commercial break, I did not know he was going to do that. I, I thank you for the call, Mike. I just want to say that the uh, the Casamitidis family, Margot Casamitidis, John Casamitidis, they have been my biggest supporters uh, by far. And Curtis, as uh, Sliwa, has proven to be a good friend over the years. And, um, you know, I... I I've just started talking about my my upbringing, and that's what the book is all about. And so when we discuss mental illness, folks, believe me, I understand the issue because it was my entire life. From the moment I was born, my mother was diagnosed as a chronic paranoid schizophrenic. And it stayed that way until I was a grown man and until she was uh, uh, deceased. Let's uh, continue with your telephone calls in the meantime. Let's go to Robert in Pearl River. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? How you doing? Uh, well, you know, I was listening to the other guy there that was uh, going a little bit crazy, you know, talking about Pearl River and, I mean, Rockwood County, where they're delivering, trying to bring people up. You know, this it's a very small area. One town you could walk in and take a short go to the other town. So there's no basically no room as well. That's one of the big issue, and I don't think that Adams looked into the situation how much room they got. We're already uh, maxed out with uh, a lot of uh, immigrants here trying to take care of them. So it's a very serious issue. They get the job straight. So I'm not sure that he looked through it. Could I have some? Could I have some ketchup, please? Ketchup. <laughs> you're at a deli. You're at a deli, Robert. No, it's 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 uh, Wendy's. Uh, sorry, oh, Wendy's. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, Robert, I I yeah. agree with you as a Rockland resident that uh, that it's out of control and yeah. we we can't handle um, we can't handle yeah. uh, more migrants coming to the area. And I I hey, Robert, before I let you go, and I, I hope your Wendy's is good, yeah. but but be careful. We're we're yeah. not supposed to eat the fast food. But but can you explain to me, Robert, before I yeah. move on? What is this great obsession that politicians uh, on the far left have with migrants? You, we can't solve. A, we, you know, so uh, the, the next crisis, are we going to solve their problems as well? I mean, I don't get it. We don't have enough budget dollars, and to displace veterans for migrants is despicable. You know, the, this is how they get votes. So, so uh, migrants are potential votes. They want to wash out as many white conservatives as they can, you know, in the United States. So this is a plan. This is a master plan, and that's what it is. So that's the way they get Democrats to keep on voting. Eventually, they'll be Democratic voters. There's no other way to do it uh, that they think. So this is what they want to do. They want to. They don't want any more Republican Party or conservatives. And uh, if they get as many migrants here and they become uh, – you know, citizens uh, of the United States that are we help them and they're Hispanic and we'll, we'll remove as many white conservatives. They'll never be whites in the White House anymore. <laughs> well, hey, Robert, thank you for the call and enjoy your uh, your Wendy's. Thank you. Uh, you know, whatever the motive may be of uh, Democrats, it is it is despicable because eventually we're going to run out of budget dollars. That That's where we are right now. That's what we're dealing with right now, folks. That is the reality. Al and Yonkers, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Good morning, Dominic. You know, Dominic, my sister lives in a, a residential area on the other side of Yonkers, and most of the, the uh, surroundings of her are other houses like her own. But she's concerned because not too far from her house, uh, city officials quietly, uh, and you know, were trying to be discreet about it. Uh, they okay to let a hundred migrants uh, be in this secluded Ramada Inn. And my sister's concerned about it, and she was, she thought that they should have been more uh, taking a hard line, or like uh, Ed Day did in Rockland County, because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want the migrants uh, coming into the city because they're concerned it's going to be a domino effect, and they're going to be all over Yonkers. Right. Well, I I agree with you, Al, that it's a problem, and I should say your sister. And you know, how are they going to get around? Who, exactly. who, who's going who's going to monitor them to make sure their behavior is on the up and up there, there right. there's a report al thank you for the call there's a report this morning that uh police have arrested a number of migrants locally it's on the hush hush quiet quiet uh facing assault charges who's going to make sure their behavior is on the up and up who who vetted these people Mary, New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, good morning, Dom. Good morning. You know, what? I, you know, I watch TV a lot, and, you know, I hear, like, talk shows. Like, I surf the channels, but when something's interesting, I listen. You know what the problem is? Abbott from Texas, he puts the migrants on buses, and he just ships them, like, to New York, to Chicago, all the blue states, I guess. So, but the thing so, is, so wait, Mary, why is he called the? What, why? Why is Abbott the problem? If you were the why governor, why didn't he get in touch with the with the governors and say, "Look, I'm sending a busload of people, okay. migrants. Okay. Let him get ready and do what he's got to do. Give Mary, the people a chance." Mary, Mary, if if you were the governor of Texas, so Governor Mary, and you've got all these progressive mayors talking nonsense. About, oh, you got to welcome the migrants. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, you want to welcome them? Here you are. Abbott did the right thing. I, I don't know why you're blaming him. He he beat, he beat them at their own game. You don't play games with human life. I mean, they okay, should so, just so wait, Mary, call so, Ab, Abbott should call, let's say, the governor, whoever, New York, Hochul, mm-hmm. or whatever states or in, like, Chicago. You don't just drop these people have babies and children. Okay, so wait, so wait, wait, Mary, 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 let me ask you this question. So you're speaking on the the human aspect level, right? So, but why should Texas be stuck with the problem alone? Not being stuck, they could send them, but at least give them notice where they could find placement for them. Okay, but but Mary, but but if you give them notice, they're going to say no. No, they can't say no. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. But let me tell you, we're bleeding jobs here. I they agree. Farm workers, they need, huh? I, I agree. We are bleeding jobs. You, you support the migrants, Mary, and I, I respect that. I really do. I, I don't understand why we're taking on their plight. I just, no, I. No, when, when I, it's the treatment. Like, you, we got migrants. Put them somewhere. Don't just just dump them like they're garbage. Yeah, you know. Put, what put, I mean? put them, put Mary, Mary, Make put, put them, put them back in their countries where they came from. That's where you put them. That's where you put them. Put them back in their countries and good luck. But but they're running away because they're getting killed. They're running they're away because Mary. And... They're running away right. because they want a better life. It's a scam. I hate to put it that way. But it's a scam. And one out of maybe ten cases is they're, they're, they're escaping uh, political persecution. Maybe one out of ten. Those other nine are saying, show me the money. New York, thank you for the call, Mary. New York is spending all that money. Get me to Nueva York. I can get a free cell phone. I can live for free. I can eat for free. I can have babies for free. My kids can get education for free. Free, free, free. That's what this is about. It's a scam on the American taxpayer. And if I can be blunt with you, these migrants are pimping us. If I can be completely blunt with you folks this morning. Jerry, New Jersey, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Yeah, hi, Dominic. Uh, I don't think that we're ever going to be able to get rid of all these people that are coming in, and I think that other gentleman earlier is correct. It's just for the votes, and the only thing that a guy like Trump might be able to do if he gets the parties together, you know, if he gets a House and a Senate majority, is he should allow in as many Polish that want to come in, as many Ukrainian, Vietnamese, uh, Filipinos, uh, Chinese even, of course, is okay, fine. And the same with Taiwanese countries. And Koreans, people that want to come in that are more conservative, that want to work and are not coming to steal from the system. And many of these people in all these countries, Korea, Taiwan, Philippines, uh, they're waiting 5, 10, 15 years to get in here legally. Let them in. Let them in in droves. Let the Ukrainians in. Let the Polish people in. Let Russians in that want to come here. Why not? We will be able to hold the, you know, the fort then on conservatism, not have a communist country. Because that's what the Democrats are doing. We got to fight fire with fire. We're never going to be able to get rid of these people. Bring more in in droves. Well, Jerry, thank you for the call. I I don't think that's the answer. I I like what Trump was doing, and and frankly, folks, you can say you can say Dominic, you, you know, your position is too hard line. But when Trump separated the families, I supported that. You want to come anyway? Okay. Well, we're going to do this the way I say. Separate them. And let let the courts work it out. Let the system work it out. But there's got to be a deterrent to stop what is going on. The American people, for lack of a better term, are being pimped right now. We are literally being pimped by migrants. And these countries are snickering behind our backs at what's going on, sending us God knows what, God knows who, and displacing U.S. veterans. Do you have no shame? Listen, I, I, I owned an apartment building in, in Harlem many years ago. I get it. It's about the money. I get it. It's about the dinero. But at some point, you've got to have some pride. I get it. If you're getting $100 a night normally, and now with this migrant bonanza monopoly... Eric Adams style, now you can get 500 a month. I get it. Five times the profit after you're coming after COVID. But at some point, at some point, you have got to have some pride. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to deal with the Give, Send, Go campaign for Daniel Penny. This Marine, the American people have seen through this indictment that should not have happened in the chokehold case. It has pulled in close to $2 million. New York Governor David Patterson says that he should not have been uh, indicted. And the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, says, let's show this Marine we've got his back. But when we come back, what we're going to do, Curtis Lewa really caught me off guard with a segment he did yesterday for, for a segment he did as it relates to Mother's Day and my life, um, and, and I'm going to play it. Um, and it, it, was, it was really emotional for me to uh, listen to it, but we see all of your calls, I promise you. After the Curtis segment, we're going to do an update on the, um, the Daniel Penny, the Marine, and then we will continue with your calls from Brooklyn to Manhattan to Jericho to Staten Island to the Bronx and New Jersey. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Hope you had a great Mother's Day. Good Monday morning to you folks. Sometimes another person can summarize your own life experiences better than you can. We see all the calls. I promise you we're going to get to them. But right now, and we're going to get to the Marine case. We have a lot to do in 25 minutes. I want to play a segment that Curtis Lee would did discussing my life. 
And I had no idea he was going to do it. And Curtis talked about my mother's mental illness, which is what my book, No Mama's Boy, On My Life, is all about. So what I'm trying to say, folks, is that Mother's Day and Father's Day, for that matter, have always been unconventional for me. Because oftentimes on Mother's Day, when other kids growing up in the Bronx were were honoring their mother, I was honoring my grandmother and my aunt because my mother was institutionalized somewhere, God only knows. And now where I found out it was in the state of Georgia, in the state of New York, at Pilgrim State, Mount Sinai Psychiatric, Rockland State, on and on and on. So I want you folks to uh, listen to this. This is a segment. Again, I had no idea Curtis Lee was going to do this until I turned on the radio. Dominic Carter wrote a book. It's self-published. It's a shame. A major publisher should have published his book. I not only read it, I went out uh, two times when he was talking about his book. Uh, One time to a bookstore in Harlem. He had a tremendous turnout. And uh, at 145th Street in the middle of the summer, it was the uh, Black uh, Book Fair in the shadow of of Harlem Hospital. And uh, Dominic and his lovely family was there to support his effort, his wife, his two children. They were selling uh, his uh, book, which is all about mental health. Unfortunately, his mother suffered with that, suffered incredibly. She would hear voices. She was schizophrenic. He would visit her in psychiatric hospitals. He had to be sent from place to place to live, relatives, uh, eventually out to Seattle, and then he came back. He went to Roosevelt High School on Fordham Road. He grew up 138th and 3rd, the Patterson Projects, the Trognex Projects. The poor guy, he was being shuttled around from place to place as his mother was suffering, hearing voices, schizophrenia, other mental health-related subjects. She was abusive towards him. He can explain all of that. He... He lived it firsthand. So when we say Mental Health Health Awareness Month, he epitomizes that. He's written a book on it. He lectures all over the country. And uh, he certainly deserves more hours on WABC for the simple reason that it's a subject that we're all being confronted with. Every time there's a, a killer out there, a person who goes out with a semi-automatic or automatic and just kills multiple people happens almost every other day here in America. It's, it's a leading story. Inevitably, we find out that these people had mental health disorders and that they intended on dying as a result of going out by killing as many people as possible. Who could better explain that than Dominic Carter? He grew up in a family circumstance in which his mother, the person who was closest to you in life, was suffering measurably from the day he was birthed. And imagine as a little boy having to go visit your mother in a psychiatric facility and knowing your mother's not going to be able to come home with you and is hearing voices and is acting out and... uh, at times was a menace to him when he was with her. So many of us, we have fond memories of our mothers if they're no longer with us or if they continue to be here on our plane, the memories continue. Just imagine if you were like Dominic Carter and you had that horrific experience, but you still love your mama. How could you not love your mama? And uh, that's what uh, Curtis did, and um, he he really uh, touched me on an emotional level because um, that song in the background, I'll Always Love My Mama by The Intruders, uh, that's always been one of my favorite songs, and I used to uh, play it over and over and over on Mother's Day, and um, sometimes we get sad, sometimes we get happy, and but anyway, 
Uh, and this, this is what I do when it gets too tough for me to deal with circumstances. I quickly revert back to another topic. So, uh, by the way, if you're interested in my book, uh, you can go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com. It's about mental illness, child abuse, child sexual abuse, a lot of bad things that happened in my life. DominicCarterOnline.com. I will sign it for you. We are discussing the issue of migrants right now. Um, I, I don't understand how you displace American veterans for for illegals from another country. That's pimping the American people. I, I don't understand how you do it. But one thing, one thing that I am um, happy about, a fundraiser for Daniel Penny, the Marine, has hit nearly the $2 million mark, uh, and it's probably over $2 million now, um, in terms of the, uh, the choking case uh, in which Mr. Penny stood up to protect Americans in that subway car, unfortunate and tragic that it happened. Um, the, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, says, let's send a message to this Marine. We've got his back. The American people got his back. And I think that's how we all feel. I want you folks to listen. We're going to go back to the phone calls. I want you to listen to what Governor David Patterson had to say to our owner operator, John Katsimatidis, and stating that Mr. Penny should not have been charged. I think sometimes in the moment, even if he was a Marine, he did something because he he saw danger for other people and tried to prevent it. And I, I don't think he earned the – he did not meet the threshold where I think you charge someone. Let's say if he choked him and left him on the ground and then came back and sat on the person and, and you have two separate actions, you might have done it in that case. But I, all the passengers seemed surprised that the individual lost his life. And, look, the individual had his own problems. There were times, apparently, that he was pretty successful. He was a dancer. But on that particular day, the, and apparently on the day before when he tried to throw someone on the subway tracks, uh, clearly his future, even if he had survived, was not going to be a positive one based on what had happened before. The former governor of New York, New York State, David Patterson, with our owner-operator, John Katzmatidis. Back to the telephone calls, folks. We're dealing with the issue of migrants, uh, the chokehold case. Let's go to Yvette in Rockland County. Good morning, Yvette. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning. You know, no one seems to mention that behind the Armani Hotel, it's within walking distance, is a college, St. Thomas Aquinas. And these students yes. run through, I mean... Do we not see a discrepancy there, putting men near a college where students roam freely? Yes, and it, and you're right, Yvette. It's a it's a I I I was in I was I spoke at at Equine, at Equine uh, Help me again with the name. I'm a bit uh, out of it right now. Saint but, Thomas Aquinas. Saint Thomas Aquinas. I spoke there. Yes, and it's a great local college. You're right. I right. don't even consider that Yvette. Right. I mean, it's crazy. And that woman thinks that, you know, we're displacing them and we should let them know. And it's Abbott's fault. She's, I mean, I don't know where she's getting her information from or who she's listening to or drinking the Kool-Aid. But that's ridiculous. And you have to give Ed Day so much credit for standing up for his constituents. Agreed. I mean, really. And it's despicable that Mayor Adams said it was uh, racist for what Ed Day did. Um, The last time I checked, Yvette, Ed Day mm-hmm. represents whites, blacks, Latinos, Asian Americans, yeah. that hardworking people that live in the county. We can't exactly. afford it anymore. And he was he was our voice doing what Eric Adams should have did on day one. That's what I said. He stood up for his constituents and Lala gets on TV on and radio and speaks up for them. I mean, thank God we have them. They really are a blessing and others should listen to it and Take suit and follow their example, really, because enough is enough. Agreed, Yvette. Thank you for the call. You have a lovely morning. If you happen to be a mom, I hope you had a great Mother's Day. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Quickly, I'm uh, Phil, I'm short on time, so go right ahead. I've got to take a break. Go ahead, Phil. Okay, I'll give it to you all in a minute. Very okay. simple. Okay. This thing, this thing with Penny and Neely, I have no love for either one of them. I have no animosity for either one of them. But the fact of the matter is a life was taken. And the statute, 125.115 of the New York State Penal Code, 
has to be brought, the second-degree manslaughter, which says, very simple, I'll make it short, it, in the case of an individual who inadvertently, by, by accident or by negligence, causes the death of another, they are subject to this statute and this charge. The bottom line is a man is dead. As I said, I have no love for either one of them or no hate. Okay, but, but wait, 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 wait. But, Phil, what about the fact that this Marine endangered his own life to step up and protect others? The bottom line, Dominic, is that a man is dead. He is a corpse. Whether he was a, a Michael Jackson impersonator, a psychopath on K2 or whatever is irrelevant. The fact is he was dead as a result of what Penny did. Penny has to face it. They could easily bargain this down to third-degree manslaughter, which is 10 to 16 months, if the lawyer is good. My point is— But why, but why, but Phil, and I've got to take a break, but why would you plea bargain down when the American people feel that he didn't do anything wrong? Not not all the American people, Dom. Open your eyes. All right, Phil, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. San Francisco, California, Dave Chappelle says, what the happened to this place. You put the word in. It starts with an F. Dave Chappelle slamming San Francisco during a surprise comedy set. Uh, So it's fair to say that uh, it looks like Chappelle is not too fond of uh, California these days. While in San Francisco uh, three or four days ago, uh, he brought up his contempt for the city, asking the crowd, the important question, what the happened to this place? During the performance, Chappelle spoke out about the homelessness problem in San Francisco and reportedly told a story about seeing someone poop right in front of the restaurant he was about to dine at. And so he also said that the Bay Area had become half glee half zombie movie and joke that they needed a Batman. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls. Shannon on Long Island. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, I wanted to just relay a family that I know in Great Neck um, told me about what happened with their daughter she was going to school, and there's a house that's like a boarding house for migrants. Uh, the little girl finally told her mother, I can't walk to school anymore because the men were leering at her and catcalling, and it, it's so disgusting. This girl is only nine years old, and, and this is and it, it's, it's a hazard. It's, it's crazy, and nobody's doing anything about it. So a nine-year-old girl, and she's being almost introduced to to sexual abuse at age nine by by migrants. Exactly. I I don't, you know, Shannon, I don't know. I I was in Rhode Island this weekend, and I, I don't know what's going on with the world. And, you know... Governor Abbott sent the migrants to New York and and one or two other governors. But I I don't understand, for the life of me, I don't understand why Mayor Adams welcomed them here. And now, and now, and now, and now, what, what, four months later, he's trying to do the moonwalk better than Michael Jackson in terms of walking away from this. It's just disgusting. And then you have you have migrants being displaced. Excuse me, migrants. You have veterans being displaced. Veterans in Orange County over migrants. I mean, I, I, Shannon, thank you for the call. I, I just don't get it, folks. I don't understand the logic. 
I don't understand the point. I don't understand the political win. I don't understand why you're going to take taxpayer dollars from one group and spend it on another group where they're not paying not one dime. Why in the world would you do that? Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dobbin. I have the answer. The answer is the Kenyan behind the scenes in Washington. This is the work of Obama. He's slowly but surely taking apart this country. And what Shannon said typifies typifies the, the, the results when you have people like the Kenyan trying to dissect this country because Obama is an animal. And, you know, okay. I want to tell okay. you something. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You said you have the solution, and all you're doing yeah. is ta- attacking Obama. So what? what's the solution? I didn't say I have the solution. I have the reason why oh, okay. it's happening. The reason why – and by the way, Adams is in bed with Obama. He's trying to bankrupt this country, okay? Before these migrants came, I have a friend who has a studio apartment in Dumbo, the, the highest rent neighborhood in New York City, or one of them, okay? And he pays $4,000 a month for his studio. He told me when he moved in – 50 apartments were taken by homeless in a, in a building where a studio was $4,000. That didn't make the news. That was done. Why? Because these LLCs want to make a lot of money, and Adams wants to bankrupt this city the way Biden wants to bankrupt this country in cahoots with Obama. They're all in cahoots, okay? And, and as far as these uh, veterans go, they're third-party beneficiaries to contracts. You have to sue, 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 sue. You got to get one lawyer for a class action, and you have to fight fire with fire and sue these LLCs that are that are that are also playing along and also to blame. Okay, got it, Larry. Thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Neil on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Let me ask you a question. A thousand Americans go down to Caracas, Venezuela, and they say, "You know what? I like it here." I want to live here. Do you think the mayor of Caracas is a bigger, as big a buffoon as Adams, and he's going to give them free housing, free food, free health care for, for the rest of their lives? Or any other country would do that to an American? So, so Neil, that, that's a rhetorical question because you already know the answer. Adams is going to hide behind the fact that uh, New York is a, a sanctuary city and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and and in the meantime, we're going broke for a group of people that are not putting in one dime, not That's one right. dime. They're squeezing us, they're squeezing us, and they're squeezing us, the taxpayer. And we, we have no recourse here. We just got to live, and we got to eat it. What else are we going to do, Dominic? We got to eat it. Hmm. Well, Neil, thank you. But see, thank you for the call. I, I don't see it that way. We we don't have to eat it. What what's wrong with no? When 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 veterans need something additional, and the money's not there in the budget, what are they told? N O. When when children need more money for books, and they've already spent the allocated amount, what what are advocates told? No. So why can't you tell migrants no? I don't care what these advocacy groups say on behalf of these migrants. These folks will have you spend every dime as long as it's not their money. Tell them they have to lose 70% of their budget and see what their response is then. Why are we going through all of this as a country? It makes absolutely no sense. Mayor Adams, you thought this was going to ride, you were going to ride this to the White House. You're literally looking like a one-term mayor in an overwhelmingly Democratic city. You're starting to look like a one-term mayor. People tolerated when you said, oh, this is my city. People even tolerated when you hung out to 3 o'clock in the morning doing whatever you do. You know, you say you're bringing back the nightlife, whatever. But do you think New Yorkers are going to tolerate you opening up public schools, former uh, police academies for migrants? 
Who's going to pay for all of this? And what about the communities that you're putting them in? They don't have any money. You're going to kill business all around the area. The only people where you're putting these migrants, the only people that are going to make money are the hotels. And I get it. The hotels make money. The hotels make campaign contributions. I get it. I understand. But at some point, we've got to be a lot smarter than this. Norman in Brooklyn, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Well, uh, my quick point, Dominic, number one, is what Curtis said was absolutely beautiful, and he is a very good friend of yours for saying it that way. I just wanted to tell you that. Well, thank you. He's always been there for me, always. Yeah. Uh, Number two, uh, I'm sort of in agreement with Larry. This is, But I would put it in a different way. Um, This is the Great Reset. We are living in the middle of it. Um, the goal is to send America down the crapper and, uh, bring in as many, as many illegal aliens as possible. And that will drive everybody out of the blue states completely. And then, um, to the red states. And then when, uh, if Trump doesn't get elected, they're going to finish them off. So we've got some happy times ahead. (laughs) Well, I just don't look at it that way, Norman. I don't understand. Thank you for the call. I don't understand why as a country we're going through all of this. For what reason? Why would you blow out your budget for the people that put the money into the budget? Blow it out for the people. If you're going to blow it out, blow it out for them. Not for somebody that hasn't put in one dime that's literally being escorted into the country illegally, showing up at your doorstep, taking every resource that you have available. Give me a break. With me right now, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello sir. Hello there, Dominic. How was your weekend? Terrific, terrific. Got some nice weather in and uh, had a lot of fun. All right, we'll take it. What do you have coming up? All right, well, we're going to be, uh, in a minute, I'm going to follow up on this discussion about uh, about the migrants and Mayor Adams' rather bizarre response to some of the objections to what he's been doing. And uh, we'll look into that. Additionally, uh, there's a lot of concern about mental illness, uh, mental illness, not only because of the Jordan Neely situation, but a number of other cases in the news. I'm going to break it down with Dr. Keith Ablo, the celebrity psychiatrist. He's going to join me, and uh, we got some fun things as well, some fun stories from the weekend, too. Well, I'm looking forward to it, folks. You want to keep it right here. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. You'll learn a lot. His program is about to begin. I'll be back in 24 hours at midnight on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up right now, news headlines with Alex Barnard.